and welcome to this week's episode of Between Two Gamers. I'm Liv, and as always, I'm joined by Fury. How's your weekend? Have you been playing anything? I haven't. <laughs> no, not even the new Pokemon game. No, I've got it ready to play. I just haven't played it yet. I heard that they're not letting you trade exactly right now between the two games because they want filling out the Pokedex to be a challenge. Is that true? I have no idea. I know that. Okay, so maybe I am starting a rumor. <laughs> <laughs> I do have something to tell you, though. Mm. I, I might have bought Death Stranding Director's Cut yesterday and played for four hours. You disgust me. I was waiting for that, but I have things to say. No, there's, there's nothing you can say now. Yeah, well... We're not friends. That's not true! <laughs> that's not true! Take it back! Please. <laughs> <laughs> well, I am enjoying how beautiful it was. The first time I played, it was on the base PS4, and I was like, wow, this is amazing, and now that I'm playing on the PS5, I was, it just blows it away. And I'm enjoying photo mode because you could change his pose, his facial expression, and, you know, I like those things. But I won't go on too long about Death Stranding, Director's Cut. I've also been playing Tavern Master, where you just run a tavern in medieval times. And yeah, apple and oranges for meals, yeah? Yeah, well, at first, but now we're serving, like, soups and stuff. <laughs> but at first... I unlocked the kitchen, but I didn't unlock the grill, so we were serving apples and oranges, and I was pissed that I was paying two chefs. But whatever. <laughs> it's all good. We're making a lot of money now at the tavern. Just been so... living on Halo. Oh, so you have been playing? Yeah, not this weekend, but... Okay, okay. So during the week, Furry was playing Halo. Let me Tell me about your experience. I just want the game. I want the game now. So, it's multiplayer that released, yeah, right? It's, yeah, it's the multiplayer only. It's got a battle pass, as everything now does. And I bought yeah. it. Of course. I did. It's like yeah. one of the only battle passes I've ever bought. So, what would you like about the multiplayer? Just the old school feel to it. Like, it used to be really good, but I, I'm not... Because I haven't used a controller in so long now. I'm trash. So, they won't let you play with keyboard and mouse? Yeah, I've had to download it on Steam because I couldn't be bothered to keep unplugging everything from my PC into my Xbox. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. But then, because I've been struggling on a controller for like three days, when I put the when I went to mouse and keyboard, it was just as bad. Oh no! Because <laughs> you got your controller yeah. in your head. Yeah. So when are there trying to press buttons that don't exist? Yeah, struggle. Are there different modes or? Uh, there's like capture the flag, uh, oddball, which is like a flaming school that your team have to hold, and the other team will try and take it off you, and you like get points per minute or whatever. Um, team deathmatch, like the full multiplayer is not there yet from what I can work out, but it is fun. Oh, what do you think they're gonna add? Uh, there's like different game modes and stuff from the other Halos. I think they'll just add in and like new maps and guns because all the guns aren't there yet either. Oh, okay, okay. So, how would you rate your experience so far? A solid seven. A solid seven. He is yeah. tough, guys. He is tough. This week, the Game Awards 
announced their nominations. So we're going to discuss the bigger nominees and make predictions. So let's hop into it. We'll save the biggest award for last. So let's start with the best multiplayer. The nominees are Back for Blood, Knockout City, It Takes Two, Monster Hunter Rise, New World, and Valheim. I have only played Back for Blood, so personally, I would pick that. But based on how It Takes Two is talked about, I feel like that will win. What would you pick? New World. New World. New World. For both, for your personal and you think that's going to win. Yeah, because I've played Valheim, New World, Monster Nair, and Back for Blood. Okay. You want to take us to the next category? I can do. The best sports or racing. We have Formula One 2021. FIFA 22, Forza Horizon 5, Hot Wheels Unleashed, or Riders Republic. And what are you going to pick? Uh, I'm going to go with Forza 5. Why are you going to pick that? Because the Forza's like by far the best racing games. It's one of the best looking games. Although I am yet to play this one. Hot Wheels might have been a good one from what I've seen of it. Rodders Republic, I do need to have a go on because it has interested me. FIFA will never get it. And if it does, it's a complete joke. And Formula One is not even a contender. So I think Rodders Republic looks weird. So what interests you about that? I'm curious. It's just... um, I... A non-serious racing game, I guess. Because, like, there's snowboarding, BMXs, dirt bikes. It's got a big variety. You can make people crash. So you can literally wipe people out. You haven't even got to finish a race to win anything. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, from what I can gather, do you remember stuff like SSX Tricky and whatnot? Yes. So you get points for doing tricks and bits and bobs. I think you just keep the points regardless whether you finish or not. Oh, okay. So there's always a way to level up without being good. Interesting. I've just seen random clips of people doing like tricks and I really don't know anything about the game. I was also going to pick Forza Horizon 5, but I will say that I didn't play any of these games in this category just because I don't really play racing games and I don't know anything about FIFA. But I think it's funny that a game like FIFA is in contender and like it just shows you that no one cares about 2K. It's just the 2K or Madden or MLB The Show because it's just the same thing over and over again. So it's really just a racing category. Yeah. <laughs> The next category is Best Sim and Strategy Game. The nominees are Age of Empires 4, Evil Genius 2, World Domination, Humankind, Inscription, and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Again, I haven't played any of these, although Humankind has interest me. I know it's on Game Pass, and it looks similar to Civilization, and I like Civilization. However, I know that 
I not that I know, but I'm certain that Microsoft Flight Simulator is going to win this category. I would also agree with that. Yeah, have you tried it? I have. It Ooh. is very good. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Why? It's just really weird playing a game that you just fly. It's like really accurate for the places that you can go to. Yeah, you can sit on people's flights, right? Yeah, so um, like <laughs> when I went to like a manager's conference, like we got to play it and we got the um, like the proper aeroplane controls, not like a normal controller. So you had like the acceleration lever and stuff rather than like holding down a button. And that was really cool. But then you can either stick to flying or you'd like free roam fly. But then you can pull off some mad stuff if you if you're brave enough to do it. What do you mean? So like, I was doing loop de loops and all sorts on there. Oh yeah, that's a, that's a good. Managed to thread to the needle honest. through a couple of buildings. I was like, this is cool. The only oh, thing I could yeah. say they could add in is like maybe the plane blowing up. But apart from that, well, you can crash, can't you? Yeah, you just crashes in like you, you hit the floor and bounce. I don't think it destroys the plane. Oh, okay. Yeah, from what I've seen, people really enjoy that. So that's why I feel pretty confident about that. (laughs) You want to take us to the next category? Yes, so we've got the best family games. We have It Takes Two, Mario Party Superstars, the new Pokemon Snap, Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury, or WarioWare Get It Together. Now, I've played none, but I have seen WarioWare and Mario Party played, and Pokemon Snap. But I would probably go give it to Mario Party Superstars. Yeah, why is that? It just looks the most fun. I would also agree with that sentiment, because I am loving Mario Party Superstars, and I finished all the maps... And it's just, I really miss those old mini games. And I like that you could turn off bonus stars. They take away all the stupid stuff they added from the last Mario Party Switch game, which with the ally system. And you could just cut out all the BS and play Mario Party the way that it is intended. So I am inclined to agree with your prediction. And I think WarioWare being on this list is funny because I played for an hour and I thought it was terrible. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, I just don't understand that game. Okay, the next category is best fighting game. We got Demon Slayer. I'm not reading the rest of that title. (laughs) Guilty Gear, Strive, Melty Blood, Nickelodeon, All-Star Brawl, and... Virtua Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown. Now look, I don't play fighting games. So all of these, I'm not going to give you an accurate prediction, but I will pick Fighter 5 Ultimate Showdown because I recognize the character in the thumbnail. <laughs> uh, well, I can't stand burnt bashes, but I will go with Guilty Gear Strive. Okay. I never even heard of that. So <laughs> why are you picking that? Because it's one of my friend's favorite games. There you go. Our friends are picking the games for yeah. that category. I'll probably pick Nickelodeon just because of SpongeBob, but there you go. Okay, okay. You want to take us to the next category then? 
Yes, we have the best role-playing games. Uh, we have Cyberpunk 2077, Monster Hunter Rise, Scarlet Nexus, Shin Megami Tensei V, and Tales of Arise. Now, I think it's a complete joke that Cyberpunk's on this list. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm going to pick Tales of Arise because it's the latest one out, out of them all. Uh, um, no, Shin Megami is, I think. But Tales has done better in my shop. <laughs> oh, okay. Some inside trading there. I also can't believe Cyberpunk 2077 is on this list. How <laughs> is a game that has constantly had problems since launch a nominee for the Game Awards? This is a joke. Maybe that's how I think they can save the game. By putting it in a category. Yeah. Ah. Keep, keep it relevant. <laughs> keep it relevant. And I've never heard of Shin Megami Tensai 5. I don't know what that is. But that lady looks creepy in this thumbnail. I was going to pick Tales of Arise because out of all of these, I have seen that all over my Twitter the most. But to be contrarian, I'll pick Scarlet Nexus. Okay, moving on to the next category. You want to read a best action adventure for us? Sure. We've got Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, Metroid Dread, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet and Clank are Rift Apart, and Resident Evil's The Village. I'm going with Ratchet and Clank. Oh, okay. Why are you picking that? Because... It is one of the very few games that demonstrates the new consoles perfectly. Yeah. I thought you might pick Guardians of the Galaxy. I thought you would also pick that, to be honest. Me? Yeah, I thought you might have gone that way. I was gonna, I'm going to pick it Ratchet and Clank, ripped <laughs> apart, because it's beautiful. <laughs> but I, um, I have not played any games in this category. But I don't really care for superheroes. I've heard great things about Metroid Dread, but... Yeah. I think I'd probably have gone Guardian second. Okay. So I'm going to pick Ratchet and Clank ripped apart as well, just because it looks super beautiful. But, like, that's not really an educated (laughs) (laughs) opinion. Now, there's another category called Best Action. The last one was Best Action Adventure, but this one's Best Action, which I just feel like... They should just call this, like, the shooter category. Best action adventure games. (laughs) Oh, what were you going to say? I was going to say, it's not really a shooter when you say the second game in that list. Okay. He got me. True. Best action games. The nominees are Back for Blood, Chivalry 2, Deathloop, Far Cry 6, and Returnal. I think my... My prediction is, uh, you know, everyone knows I'm going to pick Returnal here, guys. Returnal is the best PS5 game that I have played, hands down, since launch. And it's just, it's incredible. So I hope that Returnal wins this category. What will you be picking? I I don't know. This is the one that I'm like, hmm, the most. (laughs) Because I want to pick Bat for Blood. Yeah. But I don't actually think it's that strong. 
Okay. So, like strong um, as its own or in this category with the others? Like, there's no standout. There's no one that just like boom got drawn to instantly because like Far Cry is Far Cry. Like they're they're all decent. This one's got a, a promising story, but I think it'll end up being Deathloop. Okay. Have you played Deathloop? I haven't yet. Same, but I'm interested in playing it. Yeah, it seems to have got a lot of positive feedback. So I yeah. think Deathloop will end up winning this. Okay. I have to be a homer and vote for Returnal. <laughs> Next, we've got the best VR or AR category, which we have Hitman 3, I Expect You to Die 2, Lone Echo 2, Resident Evil 4, or Sniper Elite VR. Now, it's easy for me. It's going to be Resident Evil. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of VRs are there for horror. Yes, we know that you feel this way. <laughs> I like that they call the category best VR slash AR. I've never heard anyone use AR before. I also was going to pick Resident Evil 4. I feel like we're picking the same things, though. So to be different, I will... We've agreed on, like, two. <laughs> I know. Well, that's too many. Too many. <laughs> <laughs> I, I know. I was going into this category thinking Resident Evil 4. So you, I'll just stick with it. I didn't play any of these games in this category, though. Did you play the Resident Evil 4 in VR? Yeah. Oh, okay. How's it compared to the others? No, it's good. But they did a good job with it. The next category is Best Indie Game. We have 12 Minutes, which is misspelled in the title. It's not the number. It is spelt out. Death's Door, Inscription, Kena Bridge of Spirits, and Loop Hero. And you know... (laughs) I am picking Kena Bridge of Spirits. Yeah. And I, I would kinda... just go with that as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Just because of how well I've talked about this game? Yeah, I don't really know any of the others except 12 Minutes. I've played 12 Minutes a little bit. I haven't finished it. But I, I'm certain that I know how to finish the loop. I just haven't opened the game. And Death's Door is something I'm interested in but have not played yet. But Kana is just so beautiful and it's so cute. And it, it wins the cutest game award so that's not a category but in my heart it is maybe it should be it should be uh, we should make up our own awards <laughs> i'll leave you in charge of that okay <laughs> all right so the best ongoing category has apex legends Final fantasy online fortnite genshin impact and call of duty warzone now realistically i don't see how anything can beat Fortnite in this category. Oh, really? Okay. Why? Because it doesn't go away. <laughs> yeah. They've got everything. They've got Marvel. Like there's everything that's relevant, they somehow get their claws into. Yeah. Naruto's on there now. I know like they've got Tomb Raider and Charter. Yeah, I think Nathan Drake's in there. Um Is he? I think he might be. I think Aloy is. Yeah. No, yeah that, is that Genshin Impact? No. Oh, yeah, she's Genshin. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, you got, like, Carnage and all that in there now from, like, Venom. So they, they just don't go away. I see your argument. I am actually going to pick Apex Legends just because on Twitter, 
they seem to be the happiest about every update. Like, Fortnite, I see it on Twitter, but it's more like an advertisement. And I feel like like I know people that actually play Apex, so that's the only reason why I'm picking that. But I feel pretty confident that you're probably going to beat me in that category. Yeah. Games for Impact is the next category, and the nominees are Before Your Eyes, Boyfriend Dungeon, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, Life is Strange, True Colors, and No Longer Home. So, obviously, I'm going to go with Life is Strange, True Colors, because that game made me cry. It's wonderful. I... Alex's story is really dark. Her backstory is dark, and I think that they really do a great job of having her character arc develop. And it's just the way that Life is Strange games are, they're just so wonderful. But I also would say that Before Your Eyes definitely deserves attention. Even though it's a very small game, you can play it in easily two hours, but it's really emotional. And that's the game I was telling you about during our indie episode that we did where you don't need to play with a controller you just or a keyboard and mouse you just blink you just need your webcam so what would you pick in this category it's strange because it's the only one i know fair enough boyfriend dungeon is in here but i i haven't played it yet but i didn't really based on the advertising for this game i didn't really think it was a game for impact but you know I just thought it was da- a dating simulator, but also a rogue game. So I that's I'll one day f- find that out. You want to take us to the next category? Sure, I've just realized what this one is, and oh my god, trying to pronounce some of this. Right. You- <laughs> so best performances, we've got Erica Mori as Alex from Life is Strange. Giancarlo Esposito? Yeah. Giancarlo Esposito? There you go, for Far Cry 6. Uh, John Kelly for Deathloop. Maggie Robertson from Resident Evil as Lady Dimitri. And do you want to try that one? Uh, Juliana Blake, Deathloop. I don't know how to say her <laughs> name, so I apologize. So I am going with Far Cry because the adverts alone, he is amazing. And then he's also done some promos with certain youtubers and he names them and talks to them as if like they're in the game rather than the character in the game Mm. okay my heart and soul fully believes that erica mori as alex chen life is strange true color should win because this was her first gig it was the first time that Life is Strange was motion captured, and the way that she portrays Alex Chen is just incredible. But I have a feeling that Maggie Robertson as Lady D from Resident Evil is going to win just because of the character itself. <laughs> Everyone loves her, thick queen, as some would say. So I feel like she is going to win this category just because of the character model. <laughs> Next category up, we have best audio design. The nominees are Deathloop, Forza Horizon 5, Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, Resident Evil Village, and Returnal. I'm also going to pick Returnal because this is a game that you got to play with headphones in. And you put those headphones on, and 
the sound, it's just like the 3D audio. This was like the first time I played a game where it actually felt like it was utilized correctly. You know how sometimes you put on the heads like headphones and the game doesn't have it, so it just all sounds like it's coming from wherever. Yeah. This game, you could really tell like exactly where things are. And the noises that some of these creatures make, it just like makes the hair on your arm stand up. I don't know. I thought it was wonderfully done. What would you pick? Rogue over Ratchet. Okay. Why? Again, because it's one of the first ones that demonstrates everything for the new ones and like the seamless transitions and stuff in the game work quite well. Okay. Right, next. Best score and music. So I think this could have also just gone into the older audio category. But we've got The Artful Escape. The joke of Cyberpunk again. <laughs> Deathloop, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and Nia Replicant. No, for the music, it's easily Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Why is that? Because it has got some old school classic tunes. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? <laughs> First thing you do in the game is you get Rick rolled. Oh yeah. Yep. As soon as you load up the menu, Rick roll. So it wins it for that. Okay. Yeah. For the memes. Best score in music. I. I don't really have a strong guess for this one to be honest, but the Artful Escape is a music video game, so I feel like I should vote for that, and therefore I will. Will I win? Probably not, but that is my prediction. <laughs> Next up, we got Best Art Direction. The nominees are The Artful Escape, Deathloop, Cana Bridge of Spirits, Psychonauts 2, Ratchet Clank Rift Apart. Kana is a Pixar movie in a video game, and everything is absolutely so adorable, and photo mode is the best thing ever. So, my heart is going to pick Cana Bridge of Spirits, but I believe that Psychonauts 2 is probably going to win this category. Okay. How do you feel? Oh, I'm going to back Ratchet and Clank again. Okay. I mean, that game's beautiful, too. Yeah. But are they going to sweep the Game Awards, every category they're in? <laughs> they might. They have oh. a very good chance of doing it. Oh, okay. Okay, I mean, like, that game is very beautiful. Like, I completely agree. Like, they should probably win, but I'm not sure if they're going to sweep. Yeah. So next we've got the best narrative. Uh, we've got Deathloop, It Takes Two, Life is Strange Three Colors, Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, and so Psychonauts 2. Now... I haven't finished Guardians, so I can't really back that as much as I want. But I think this might be one for Life is Strange. Yeah! Yes! A man of wisdom! <laughs> so why? Because it's one of them that... I, I, I don't like choice-based games. We know this. Yeah. But they are good stories. So Thank you. We'll probably have to go with that. I will obviously agree with that sentiment. 
I honestly believe that Life is Strange True Colors is the best of the Life is Strange franchise, and I am an avid fan of the very first game. But, man, it's... it's Everyone should play Life is Strange True Colors, in my opinion. Best Game Direction, which is a hilarious category in its own right, because the game direction should also be the narrative, but, you know, it's fine. The nominees are Deathloop, It Takes Two, Returnal, Psychonauts 2, and Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I want to say Returnal, but... Okay, the description for the category is awarded for outstanding creative vision and innovation in game direction and design. I feel like Returnal could win that, but I feel like Ratchet and Clank is going to win this category. So Heart, Returnal, because I'm a homer, but Brain says Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. I agree with both of those. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. Yep. Now we got Ratchet first, and then Returnal second. Okay. Yeah, I would agree. Do you want to read off the big boy award? The game of the year. The game of the year. Got Deathloop. It takes two. Metroid Dread. Psychonauts 2. Ratchet and Clank's Rift Apart. Or Resident Evil The Village. Now from that list, Ratchet and Clank again. From this list, I would also agree. But... Is that my game of the year? Is it your game of the year? No. So what's yours? What is the biggest snub? Uh, I haven't really played like, a lot. Like, the main game I've spent most of my time on, religiously, is New World. So that's your game of the year? It has to be for the hours I've played, I guess. Yeah. Could an MMO possibly win Game of the Year, though? No. 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 I think it's an absolute crime that Life is Strange True Color is not nominated for Game of the Year. Absolute crime against humanity. I was surprised Returnal wasn't on there as well, just because I feel like that's one of the most liked PS5 games out right now. But I definitely expected to see both of those games in more categories. Was there anything that you felt didn't get attention? Uh, Or do you feel like it was pretty even? It's it's pretty even. The sport... Well, no, not the sport one. Because that was pretty much just FIFA, wasn't it? Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, I'd say they were pretty spot on. It hasn't been a fantastic year by any means. So would you say that you think next year's lineup is going to be a much stronger? I, I don't think it could get much weaker. Yeah? Oh, yeah. you think very poorly of this year then. Yeah, like, there's nothing really stuck to what... Like, everything that was meant to be this year would have been a good year. Like what? Like, you would have had Horizon, Elden Rings... That, like, there was a lot of stuff that's been pushed back. Oh, yeah. True. I just... I, how can we take the category seriously that Cyberpunk is in? I just don't understand why it could be nominated for literally anything. 
for game of the year though, I think if Ratchet doesn't win it, what would be your backup on that list? Um, if Ratchet didn't win, I just feel like a lot of people really enjoyed Deathloop. I I feel like I read about that game all the time. So I think that might be but again like i didn't play it and i didn't play ratchet and clank but my i would think that death loop would win if ratchet and clank didn't what would your backup be i would also go that way why just because of how much it's been spoke about yeah right i didn't i don't know I feel like Deathloop is always in the conversation because it's been at every single event ever showing yeah. random clips. And then when it came out, people were surprised that it was actually good. Yeah. From what <laughs> I've read. Yeah. I feel like we agreed on a lot of categories. So that was exciting. <laughs> we're still not friends, though, because you play Death Stranding. No, 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 we're not doing that. We're besties. We're besties. Furry is my bestie. No, we still are. I'm not letting it go. Furry can't get rid of me because I'm annoying. Any closing thoughts on the Game Awards? No, just hopefully next year is better. Next year is better. Furry did not like the nominees. And Life is Strange True Colors is a game of the year. So everyone play that game. But we'll see where it takes us in the few weeks. Where We'll see if we got any of these correct. The Game Awards is December 9th, so we will update you later on about that. But thank you for listening to this week's episode of Between Two Gamers. Do you like the nominees, or did you think your Game of the Year got snubbed too? Let us know. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Between Two Gamers. And if you're listening to this podcast, you know where we are. But we're on all major podcasting platforms. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.